Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicks Nation. Welcome to another episode here on Clicks Nation. I, like always, am your host, Adam. This is episode 152. Uh, we got quite a bit to talk about, but not really, because I am going celibate on this episode, or this set, until <laughs> it is fully released. I, I've decided, we kind of made some memes on Facebook about, like, where is Scott Porter, because he wasn't really posting anything about the... Uh, unboxing so i put up a meme ryan put up a pretty good meme with twisted t which if you remember that video from back in the day that's how me and ryan actually became friends was twisted t uh with those <laughs> twisted t objects that we had back in the day but uh finally we got a score scott porter video but i decided that i am going celibate on the scott porter videos and previews because i want to get a uh natural reaction i guess we'll call it when i open up the brick if i get one from WizKids, and when i get my case when the set actually releases so i am skipping all the videos i'm not looking at any previews i'm not listening to any podcast for the next three weeks until the set comes out um just something new i thought i'd try i remember back you know when sets came out you really all you really got was the poster of the figures but you didn't know the dials of the figures so I just want to get like a natural on the spot reaction when that happens. So uh, before we get into the not Scott Porter videos, let's get into a quick how was our week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days. There are seven days. There are seven days in a week. Let's start off with our friend Miles. Miles, we haven't done a how was our week in a while, but how has been your week the past couple weeks? Well, it actually has not been that great. Um, finding out my wife has skin cancer, melanoma, so we're waiting on the last uh, bit of uh, sun gel at me. The last bit of news. Hopefully we're getting it tomorrow or Thursday to figure out. Yep, and we're we, go from there. We're hoping for the best on your end, so send prayers yep. and thoughts. I know prayers and thoughts don't mean much, but we are thinking about you guys. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yep, that's all that's been new for me. And you're so working. And you're working stuff. again. He's back on the. Yeah. He's part of the working yeah. class. I am. Yes, but he hates. And it. I hate it. <laughs> but I hate it. Welcome back. So, <laughs> if anybody would be like to donate money to help my cause of you know trying to win the lottery. Please just, uh, yeah, DM me on Facebook and, you know, I'll give you my deets and we can go from there. <laughs> there we go. We'll set a certain amount of, like, months for Patreon just to waste it all on lottery tickets and yes. we'll split it amongst all of us. That or we go to the casino and put it all on black because you never bet on red. Uh, yeah. As PJ knows, yeah, you never no. bet on red. Um, or all on green. Or all, all on green. Get that 31 to 36 to 1 odds uh, ratio. Yeah. 
And actually, Miles, you forgot about the big, big news. You actually won in fantasy football this week. Oh, yeah. this Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, I won last week, too. I oh, was 0-4, okay. and I won, I won twice straight against the number one team. I'm the 10th seed of all, of 10, so I knocked two people out of the top spot. So That's also yeah, because that's you kept Russell Wilson, which I'm still wondering about that choice. Hey, you know what? He's not healthy, but he's... I will one two straight, so I can't complain. <laughs> Broncos country, let's ride. Um, yes, <laughs> Ryan, how about you? How's been your week? Uh, not too bad. Not shit. Invigorating, Ryan. That was the best ever. You hear me now? Yes. Swear, right, I think swear word and all. We heard you. Also, only my computer froze. Not that's great. <laughs> Uh, it was not a bad weekend uh, or week. It was just uh, a lot of work. And then uh, Saturday, we celebrated my daughter's third birthday uh, with the family. And then Sunday, we took her to a petting zoo farm uh, thing. So she had a really good weekend. And that was about it. And the week prior, you had your family yearly Halloween party, which I have not yet been able to make because I always <laughs> seem to have a wedding on the weekend that you have it. Uh, one oh, yeah, of these years, we will. <laughs> that's always fun. We get a bounce house, and uh, it's just like an all-day thing. People just come and go all day. So that's a, a yearly tradition. Yeah, one of these years, I will make it there. <laughs> uh, Dan, what about you? What's your week been like? Well, I guess, uh, where do I, am I starting like, my week at, like, Sunday through today? or Whenever you want to start it. Whenever something oh, okay. interesting happened. Um, well, I was supposed to have a date on Friday, and that didn't work out, so that was kind of a bummer. But you know, I because it was like I took the whole day off, so but she wound up with COVID, so uh, <laughs> uh, that kind of sucks. Because uh, we, we had like a whole thing planned for the whole day, so I was like, well, I guess I'm not doing anything today. So that was kind of a bummer, but but that was my week. It wasn't that bad otherwise. <laughs> Friday was like, well. I don't know how much more down this goes, but I think I've hit rock bottom on this one. <laughs> Jeez. Um, as for me, not much. I'm wrapping up my wedding season. I had a Friday and a Saturday wedding this past weekend, so I was pretty burnt out by Sunday. Uh, just long days. One was at the, if you know the Milwaukee area, one was at the uh, the biomes here in Milwaukee. We got three like greenhouses, biomes, which is pretty popular, and the other one was... Uh, in brown deer somewhere. No one cares about that one. But uh, I did actually started giving plasma again. I don't know if anybody out there has ever done that. I know Miles has done it before. Uh, it's basically you uh, go into a place that does plasma, you give plasma, and you get paid for it. Uh, I used to do it about four years ago. Made pretty good money back then, but now recently they've really upped their game by paying people, and it's pretty much going to pay for my Florida trip for the hotel. So I'll keep doing that until the foreseeable future and make some pretty good bank. So if you've never done plasma and you're okay with needles and stuff like that, highly recommend it. I do BioLife. I know, Miles, you said you do CSV, CVS, something like that. Uh, but if you can, it also goes to a good cause because you're helping a lot of people out there. And uh, if you go to BioLife, mention my name, and I get a referral. So... Uh, but that's it for me. I don't think anything else really happened on our end. So uh, we really have no news except for the Scott Porter videos, which we're not going to talk about. But however, next week when all the videos are out, we are still going to have a podcast to talk about the 
Scott Porter videos, but I will not be here. I'm going to record it on my computer and then step away, and then these three will talk about it, and then we'll upload it, and you guys can enjoy that video. So that's the plan for next week, but we are going to get into a new thing we're going to do because the watch list came out for the Orlando event. For those of you who are going to it, I'm, I'm excited to see everyone down there. Uh, but PJ and some of the other judges put a watch list together. We talked about it last week, and I thought it'd be fun for us to come up with a watch list ourselves, whether we agree with what they made the changes for, for their watch list, and the figure. So what we're going to do is we all came with a top 10 figures that we wanted on our own watch list. And I'm going to take everyone's figures down. And the top eight figures we're going to talk about we're going to say why we think they should be watch listed and what they need to be changed. So we're kind of doing a what PJ did with his with his judge friends but on the podcast as a kind of behind the scenes thing. So let's start off with Ryan cuz why not? What were your top 10 figures that you wanted to see on the watch list? So you don't have to say why, just give me the top 10 figures you wanted on there and I will start making a list here. Um, all right. I did in no particular do, order, just yeah, whichever ones you came up with. I did not do my homework well then because I did not realize that's what it was. Oh, geez. I just have a list of a couple, a couple okay. people. Well, give me a couple people. All right. So, uh, Thanos, uh, is the number one one on there. So, that is the super rare Thanos from War of the Realms, correct? Yes, that's, that's no, that's the, the legacy, the legacy <laughs> Thanos. Okay. So, legacy Thanos was one of them. Uh, Molecule Man. Molecule Man, okay. And uh, come back to me. <laughs> okay, uh, so that was his. Uh, Miles, give me your top ten, or how many of you okay. got. Uh, the new Wonder Woman? Uh, the new Wonder Woman, which one? Yeah, the Chainsaw Wonder Woman with oh, the Dark Metal. Dark Metal, okay. So Chainsaw yep. Wonder Woman. Uh, the Legacy Thanos. Two votes for him already. Sky Tyrant. Sky Tyrant. Oh, hang on. Sky Tyrant. Okay. Lockjaw. Lockjaw. Legacy. Yeah. Okay. Magic. Okay. And then uh, Legacy Apocalypse and Grand Prize Apocalypse. So APOC, or Legacy APOC, man, fat fingers, and APOC, oh, I should say slop APOC. Yeah, and that's also Genesis, the same thing, too, yeah. Yep. With the, are, you, are you putting Genesis on here as well, or? Oh, no, Genesis, and it's it's the same thing, so okay. I was like Apocalypse, is, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. No, because she made number 11. Okay. Uh, then I have Magic, oh, no, I said Magic, uh, Maggot. Maggot. Saturnine and Mad Jim rounded so, out. The, so the slop Saturnine. Yes, slop Saturnine. Yeah. Uh, Saturnine and Mad Jim. All right. Uh, and that's it? That's 10, I think? One, yep. two, three, four, yep. five, six, seven. All right, Dan, who did you come up with? Uh, I have Felix Faust. I only did I only did five though. I thought it was a top five. So okay. I also did my homework poorly. Uh, so Felix Faust. 
uh, the Professor X from the the whatever the common is from House of X. Swap. Yep. Swap. The Bro. swap. The, the swap cap from the Avengers Empire. Captain America. Okay. Uh, Super Rare Flash from Wonder Woman. Ooh, Flash. Matty G will not be happy. Um, I mean, <laughs> and uh, Saturnine, the slop one. Okay, the, so the, the winnable. Two votes for there. Am I still coming back to you, Ryan, or do you want me to do buying yet? Um, I'm going to just basically be seconding some of the ones that were already mentioned. Okay, why don't you second some of them? So you get, you had, <laughs> what, two votes so far? You get eight more. Okay. Um, let's go with the prize apocalypse. Okay. The legacy apocalypse. Okay. The uh, slop Saturnine. All right. And that's where I'm at right now. All right. I'll do mine. So I had the legacy apocalypse oh. as well. I had Saturnine slop as well. I had Jubilee, and I will talk about why. Um. I had Sky Tyrant. I had Scarlet Witch and Agatha. Agatha. I had Molecule Man. Oh, second that on me too. That's Molecule I Man. forgot yep. that one. Yeah. Um, I had Felix Faust. I had Blackheart. And lastly, I had Kind of a universal. I had bystanders. Oh like yeah. Um, Dan, I think you only had five votes. Do you want five more votes just so we can come up with the top eight? Uh, I'll take Molecule Man for twenty. Okay. So he, he uh, like, Molecule Man is unanimous. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll take I'll take Legacy Apocalypse. He is also unanimous. You got three more. Um, I will take Thanos, the legacy. Uh, okay. Uh, two more, I think. I will also take um, Jubilee. Okay. And one more. Uh, uh, what were the other ones people talked about? Uh, we I got guess. Chainsaw, Wonder Woman, Lockjaw, Magic, Maggot, Mad Jim, Swap. Ah. Yes, um, Lockjaw for sure. Lockjaw. And Ryan, I think you have three more votes. All right, let's go with Jubilee, Prime Giganta. Ooh. Interesting choice. And then that Human Torch that you paint. What's that called? The cuts. Oh, the, the Deep Cuts. <laughs> you don't like the Deep Cuts one? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> He's 20 points if I do this. Yeah. All right, so out of the four of us, we have Legacy Thanos, Molecule Man, Chainsaw, Wonder Woman, Sky Tyrant, Lockjaw, Magic, Legacy Apocalypse, Lock Apocalypse, Maggot, Slop Saturnine, Magim, Felix Faust, Swap X, Swap America, Super Rare Flash, Jubilee, Scarlet, Agatha, Blackheart, Bystanders, Prime Giganta, and DC Human Torch. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We got nine that we have all voted for at least once, so we're going to do those instead. Uh, real quick. Uh, I believe Miles, you picked Chainsaw Wonder Woman. Why did you put her on the list? Uh, to make her unique because of her once per game when a friendly standard character would be KO'd, you may instead turn that figure the last non KO, the Queen of the Underworld trend. Fair. Uh, making her unique instead of uh, once per game per character with this name, I think if you make her unique, it solves everything and less wording. 
Okay. Uh, magic. Why'd you say her? Uh, I think that her uh, her stepping discs are a little bit too much to bring the entire team. I think uh, it should be just like Chase uh, Blinks, where after a friendly character has used the place this character into an occupied square, that stepping disc is removed. Okay. Uh, why Megat? Uh, his being able to spend in a bystander and then suck it up in the same turn. Um, I don't think unique is the way to go. I think um, having uh, those freeze. Yeah, he like has to pick turn. either yeah. pick generate or pick suck up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's better than because yeah. um, the bulls can actually help with that too. Why but, yeah. mad Jim? Uh, for his trait of uh, what uh, f- power once per game, choose a friendly unequipped character within range and line of fire and choose an equipment from your sideline with the new equipment rules. I'd like to see it say once per game, choose a friendly s- standard unequipped character. Um, just for the shenanigans that can happen. Fair. Uh, that was it for Miles. Dan, why swap Professor X? Uh, this will this will just apply to both him and Cap is I don't think they're healthy for the game. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I so like the fact I, that Cap I, was can stay. Yeah, so I like them in theory of the idea of it, of like, yeah, there's a lot of people on those respective teams, like Avengers and X-Men, uh, but it, I don't think it's healthy for a game of you just go to your opponent and then you can swap out your entire team to rebalance so that way you have a better edge against them. I just, for, I don't think that's healthy. I mean, that's that's my opinion. It might be wrong, but... I just think that that's unhealthy because then you're taking what would be an unfavorable matchup from your team building and changing it into a favorable one, which I don't like. No one, no other teams can do that unless you play swap. Yeah, it's it's team manipulation, uh, which I don't think is fair. To be honest, I, mean, I agree with that. Uh, why Super Rare Flash? He's too cheap for what he does. I think the combination of the three of them should at least be a hundred points. Okay, so. I don't know if we've ever had an official Whiskas errata where you, they change the points of a figure. Have we ever? Not on purpose. Usually it's like a misprint. Yeah, it's a yeah, misprint. But not like, oh, this figure's too cheap, so we're going to actually make them 40 points and not 30 points. I just think they do no. too much for as, as cheap as they are. Like a 30-point flash that can charge across the map and hit you for, what, five or something, depending, or maybe six or seven. I mean, it all depends yeah. on how much you pump them up. I mean, and he can carry your whole team because you can copy like Green Lantern TA. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eh, I find that. And then you get the Super TK one, and then you also get the other one as well. I mean, I, I just think that's it's 70 points is too cheap for the three of them. I think they should be 100 points for the three of them. Yeah. Um, I pick Scarlet and Agatha. I just I think their chaos marker or whatever Agatha is called should just be once per game, not just generate one uh, forever. Uh, it's kind of just... it makes it feel more thematic to the tv show because it's not like they moved it around they they pick they pick one specific area and then that was it that was my only change with them that i would like to see i guess it i guess if that was the case i would almost like that to be like undestructible or like you can't yeah get, there's like no way to get rid of it then or something like that yeah i would say least, yeah. um once per game on just are indestructible something like that or like you don't even if she moves out of it, like it doesn't disappear. It just always stays there. Yeah, because like it that. just it limits part of the the map then for people not to go in. So that's how I would want to change it. Um, for Blackheart, the thing that I would like to have changed for him is that it's it's either going to be adjacent 
or range and line of fire to KO a guard, not anywhere on the map. I thought that was kind of dumb that he could just. Do what it. if it's uh? What if it's a friendly character who had to take damage? Or how does it how does it work right now? It just says it's KO a guard. No, he's talking about his other trait where it's uh if. Oh, where is it? Gotcha. If the character has been KO'd since your last turn. Blackheart deals penetrating damage, and yeah, that's the only thing because that's what I complained about last time. Yeah, was that should they be KO a guard and now he, Yeah, that should he gets be penetrating. KO'd by an opponent's effect or attack or something like that. That he gets that. Yeah. Um, yeah. for the bystander ones, and I actually agreed with somebody on Facebook that commented on this. I think all bystanders should be five points. So it's. Like, if you want to bring out a Mary Jane and make five paparazzi, that's 15 points that you might be able to give me. I don't think bystanders should be zero points. I think they should be just a five five points across the board because then it's going to – then there's a penalty for making bystanders rather than no penalty at all. Yeah. Um, Ryan, why Prime Giganta? Uh, both for her and Jubilee, I think it's going to be if uh, they – are allowed to be equipped with Mad Jim, yeah. then there no, could be some I'm interactions there. She's a prime, so she can't. Oh, I'm sorry, not the prime uh, one. Yeah, not the prime one. The, oh, the um, rare, rare, rare. one. Yeah, the one that takes one damage from if you're not a giant. That, yeah, that is the prime one. No, no, no. The other one does that too. Oh, really? I didn't know they both did that. The other one starts standard, so she can be equipped at the beginning of the game, just yeah, like exactly. Jubilee. Gotcha. I think she goes big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She goes yeah. big. Uh, and then why Deep Cuts Human Torch? Uh, I just think he's really cheap for being able to do the free barrier and the um, force blast off of it or whatever it is after. It's just knockback. It's not even force blast. Just, knockback, just yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not even... Uh, okay. All right, so the the eight th- or the nine we're going to talk about are Legacy Thanos, Molecule Man, Sky Tyrant, Lockjaw, Legacy Apocalypse, Slop Apocalypse, Slop Saturnine, Felix Faust, and Jubilee. Now, if you guys didn't notice, I did not vote for Legacy Thanos. I thought he was fine with the mind control through everything himself. I liked the change that WizKids made. I didn't like the change that they made for Orlando. So I will have you three discuss what you would like to have changed. So we're talking about this is pre-watch list, pre-the Orlando watch list. They are their regular um, dials. So I guess you three talk about what you would like to see change with Legacy Thanos if you were going to give him some sort of rata. Uh, well, well, for me personally, it's either make mind control a power action, especially because the emotional modifier is retiring before him. So that would fix a little bit. Or he can only do one traded free action per turn, so he doesn't get the phasing and the mind control. I don't know if you could do the free, the one free, because that limits his probability control and no, no probably one free, one free what from if, his trait. Oh, so what? they just worded, yeah, from his trait. Okay, gotcha. So that way, it's you don't, you're not going to choose the space. You'll be more than inclined to pick a defensive power. So probably like time and mind instead of space and mind to move that free to get the free mind control. And the free regen, because you can technically get all three free. And I think limiting him to one free action from his trait per turn. See, I actually would, I would actually rather just him be able to 
see through everything, but just get rid of the the, the C blocking and just have it be destroy blocking, and then him become a non-standard character, so he just can't be equipped. I feel like that would be more balanced, because then you can't you can't really ramp him up with anything ridiculous. It's just he has the Infinity Gauntlet. What else do you need? You you don't. I mean, that's the whole thing with the Infinity Gauntlet is it, you really shouldn't need anything else for the non-standard and cannot be modified by other characters. No, just like non-standard, and then you change the seize through blocking to destroy blocking. Oh. That's it's pretty much. I feel like that's way more balanced because he still ignores a lot of maps, but you can't just stick him like indoors, which is fine. Like you could still like do that, but he just would have. You'd have to be more calculated in how you shoot through things. Would but the, I think that'd be fine. He, it, he still retains his range advantage and other things that make him strong. Without, I mean, I don't know. Because I, again, I still want good temples, so I don't want him to completely be like neutered. I don't know. Is destroy blocking? Would he just destroy one piece of blocking or all the blocking? One. One. That's what I thought. Ryan, rebuttal, counterpoint. So I have uh, when Thanos uses his free mind control, he has a zero range, and uh, when a friendly <laughs> character uses barrier, he takes one unavoidable damage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you just wait till Sky Tyrant comes up. Uh, He's fine. I, I know you. You, you personally hate Thanos because you've played him on multiple levels or multiple competitions, so you have a little bit more biased opinion than we do about Legacy Thanos. But no, for real, if you would change something about him, what would you like to see that makes him, you know, still playable but not as broken? I think that's the hard thing is still making a piece playable, but the fact that so many people are still playing him just says that he's still very overpowered. So, I mean, I like the change where people are saying you can't pick the same gem twice back to back, so you'd have to. Would be better. Like if you pick mine gem turn two, you can't pick it turn three. You have to pick something right. else. I guess yeah, then you should be able to. Then you could make it to where he just gets to pick two, but he can't pick the same two. Then then you don't have, you don't have to worry about rolling it like. You should, I don't know, you could balance it that way where you're like, you can pick two, but you can't pick the same two you picked last turn, I guess. You know what I mean? You don't then you don't then it also takes the die rolling out of this thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still I still don't understand the ruling they made for Orlando for him because they made him better. I I I don't know, I still don't understand what they were Which thinking. one? Where they said it's my they, control they is free, to... but he can still use it for attacking. Yeah, because then you can't you can't free phase up after a TK, free mind control sh stuff, and then fully phase back into your starting area. That's the thing. There's oh, yeah. that yo-yo effect. That but you there's, can't do. Still, there's still ways to do it with like um, Venom Magneto. I mean, it's it's still, it, people it, are still going to find ways to do that. Exactly, but it will cost more points. It's not just him in and of itself for the most part of that combo. I guess I I don't agree with the errata they made, anyways. But. Um, because I would honestly would rather, you know, I like the mind control because I think people are playing the modifier so they can just, if they don't get it blown up, that is, pick Battle Fury. But now that happens, now you're just going to shoot me for five instead. But or six, yeah. They're not going to do it to me because I'm, I'm telling everybody right now, in Orlando, I will either be playing Deadpool or Bishop. I'm telling you, I am throwing my cards out there. I will be playing either one of those, so there won't be any 13 range Thanoses or 10 ranges that will be shooting me from across the board. It's not happening. Um, but yeah, I, I think either the 
can't choose the same gem two turns in a row, I think that's ultimately the best errata they could make for him. And but I, like that one. I don't know if he's gonna be as playable then. I mean, I'm sure he'd show. Um, he'd have a. Uh, not many people would play him after that, but he might still get some play. So with the, the one of the bigger things though is that in Orlando they are playing with the new equip rules. Yes. So blowing up an object is not going to be likely, but that could also lead to more of the uh, DJ Doom teams that'll just take it off of you. Yeah. Yep. Yep, for sure. Or if you want the cheap version, Sharon Carter. Um, yes. Yeah. To be a, a oh, meta of Sharon actually, Carter. She's actually, actually great now. She's getting a bit of a buff because she just take she just on the yeah. She's like, yeah, off, off you go. Yeah, the the budget doom Sharon Carter. Um, all right. Power brokers more play because of that since everyone's able to start equipped. So for uh, sure. Well, no, that power broker doesn't do that. Sharon Carter does. Yeah. Oh, broker, Sharon Carter does. Oh. Power yeah. broker does the. Oh yeah. Willpower, and if I succeed, I get to take a token off of a friendly. Yeah. That has a that has the injection token. Oh. So. Um, yeah, next, I got. It. Next one yep. we have is um, Molecule Man. We all voted on him. Uh, mine is easy. I would just make his churning smoke into barrier power action rather than free action. I mean, I actually all, didn't vote for all him. agreed on that, or are we thinking something else? That's not too bad. Yeah. Or just my thing is that it's a very big pain having people place all of the the, uh, the actual terrain markers. So even if it's just something simple, where it's like two smoke, two barrier, or something like that, it's, it's starting to get to be a lot when people have like three or four barrier characters and all these free things, and then smoke, and then flipping the smoke. It's it wastes a lot of time. So why don't they just make it so he can like once per, once per once per turn you can generate either three smoke cloud or three barriers? I like they've already like cut it in half with why not just make it so he can generate either one? Yeah, then, something like that. Or, or, three, or, three, or three water. Why, why not just here? You can make either three water, three barrier, or three smoke. I think you take your poison. Yeah. I guess that does change his being able to turn other people's barriers in though. I guess that's fair. I don't know. I, I guess you could make that a part of it where you could then also do that. I don't know. It's like either or. Either you generate the three or you modify three. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. I think that would still be kind of a buff because then you're just generating it for free. You don't have to like... I guess he... But he, he well, they technically do that now, but it just makes it simpler. I just want it sped up because it's just a lot of stuff for people to place, and then they're thinking about which ones to flip, and then yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's why I think that's, doing something like that that's my main issue with them is that people are used as a stalling tactic. Yeah, yeah that they can get away with. Because I've played against people that use Molecule Man are able to do it quick, so I have no issues with that. But I've also played with people that aren't. You know, yeah. And uh, it's very noticeable. I'm like, all right, how is this allowed? You don't need three minutes to figure out which ones you want to turn into barrier. Yeah, that's what happened to me at one of my games at Worlds. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... And it, it's a hard thing to fix because people will take advantage of that. And it's it's not that hard of a figuring out which three to turn. 
I had Thanos on his last click, and then he went and ran him in a corner, and then spent about five to seven minutes trying to decide what he's going to do. And I finally called him on it, and he said it was okay because he was thinking about where to place them, and then time was called. Yeah, that's not okay at all. That's yeah. yeah. No, I would have just I would have just called the judge at that point. I wouldn't even have like yeah. called him on it. I'd just been like, "Hey, judge." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then it t- you take it out of his hands because it's just like, well, all right, the judge ruled. Get you know, figure out what you're doing here. Yeah, so I got I was no problem. Hoping he would finish it faster so that I could actually <laughs> take my turn. And waiting for a judge sometimes wastes more time. I guess that's and fair. I think worlds and bigger tournaments. I don't think that uh, you should be able to take that long of turns just because you spent however long prepping your team. So you should know what you're going to do. There's no excuses for seven plus minute. Right. So there's not. You should know what you're doing by watching what your opponent's doing, so that way you're, you know, okay, oh, he did this, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Instead of acting like you didn't watch what your opponent did, and then you're like, oh, crap, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure who's next on Adam's list. <laughs> Oh, well, who else do we have, right? Yeah, well, so uh, I had another, I had two figures, too, I wanted to throw on the errata to actually make them better. Uh, One specifically was the Empire Mr. Fantastic. When he's given a lowercase move, he can remove barriers. Just to counteract. That's the thing, they never buff anything with like an errata. They always just nerf things. I would love that if they like rebalance things to buff them instead of just Like I'm fine with nerf balancing, like that's normal. But like, you're telling me like you couldn't go back and be like, oh, this figure's a little weak. We could, or well, this we realized this wasn't like our intention when we made this figure. The, mm-hmm. the wording yeah. was bad. There, let's fix that. Yeah, and then also another one was because uh, I pulled him, and so I never really paid attention until I pulled him. I like the sculpt as Venom Ice Man. If you make it to where they have to roll breakaway as if adjacent to his barriers, and then he does penetrating. I think he's worth sixty-five points. I and he's playable. Just, just the barrier, yeah. Just the barrier itself, I think, would be enough. Like yeah, that would, yeah. Would, like overkill. Yeah, it, just something that simple to where you know we. This is how it was meant to. Um, Mister Fantastic, I think, is a big point, especially because like he is the perfect counter for Molecule Man, who just happens to be a Fantastic Four villain. So, and he's thirty points, so it's a perfect counter to the Molecule Man barriers. I also like. Um... The uh, as Guardian Human Torch and uh, the Hulk from Fantastic Four as well at forty. That I think they're also good counters to Molecule Man. Yeah, just because they can uh, they can blow through the barrier as they're doing. Like Hulk can leap climb and just literally blow through all the barrier, or he can charge through portions of it if you need to. Uh, Human Torch can also run through it as well if you need to. Yeah, Mister Fantastic would get rid of the smoke cloud, removing him from stealth. I think would be a decent counter. So that way. What about uh, X-Men Rise and Fall Darwin? He's pretty strong, right? I should probably like make him unique or something. Uh, the starter set, yes. Oh, oh, just for the main set one. No, Wait, the main set the, one. What's up with the main set one? The, with the picking powers? Or am I understanding? No, the, the Rise and Fall one. Which one is he? I just don't know what he does. Matter I don't remember. Oh, opposing characters targeting only Darwin with an attack can't have their attack or damage values positively modified. Oh, he's terrible. He was like the worst piece of the year. 
I was like, I was like, wait, I'm so confused. How did how was he? Like, I haven't even seen him on the radar. Yeah. So the fast forces, I think, is has potential just because of his rally die. It's pretty much giving an a uh, Jason friendly character mastermind. Yeah. For max one damage. Oh, sorry. Okay. I tried on this card. My go ahead. Okay. We, 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 bought, we bought this new chair like two weeks ago or two months ago, and the first one lasted like two days because nuts were falling off it. And now my wife messaged me when I was downstairs saying this one nuts are flying off it too. So I don't know. These chairs are made of crap. <laughs> um, so I was trying to fix it. Um, have we did we decide on Molecule Man about the power action or something else? Um. We've moved on okay, three moved times. On. <laughs> so who have we yeah. talked about? We talked about Lexi Thanos, Molecule Man. That's it. I think that's it right now. Legacy. Yeah. Okay. I think that's yeah. Who are we talking about when I just popped on? Molecule Man. Molecule Man. Okay. X Men Rise and Fall Darwin. The uh, the oh, main yeah. set one. Darwin, that, yeah. That probably make him <laughs> unique because he's, he's, he's blatantly, really good. blatantly overpowered. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, next one, Sky Tyrant. We all know he deserves it. You do too, Ryan. Face it. Um, I think for him, it should just be Resurrection Max One. Yep, that's exactly what I. That's it. Yeah. Oh, well, that Ma- Max Ten is probably good. But... There you go. Well, that are, I. I think the only thing I would like for him is for him to just be a unique. That's pretty much all my gripe is. Just that'd be a new. new I just that's don't fine. see many people playing two of them. I have played multiples several times, and yeah, it's dumb. Okay. But I think the resurrection token is is good because he can go and hit someone for you know, break for four, penetrating, and it's it's tough to come back from that because a lot of characters you know also, have well, four. What if he just had to kill standard characters? I feel like that would yeah. probably make it a lot if it was just yeah. Like, that would, if it was just standard characters, that would probably be better, where he I doesn't mean, get tokens from pogs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, otherwise, yeah, I don't think that's too big of a nerf either. That it's like he's still, I mean, he's still very. I don't think I still think he'll be playable no matter what. But yeah. or like, half speed, regardless of hits, because him running for eleven and running away for twelve is that's worse than the resurrection tokens too. Yeah, I, I think he's a pretty easy fix. It's either the max one or the max one half your movement runaway thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two people had Lockjaw. What about Lockjaw needs to be changed? He's waiting. Um, he, yeah, so with Lockjaw, um, I mean, I'm fine with the way he is, but like I see him being a problem. I think that when instead of friendly adjacent characters that share a keyword um, can use Mastermind but only choose Lockjaw, I think it should be once per turn. Friendly adjacent characters that share a keyword can use Mastermind. That's not bad, once per turn. No. Oh, I always mind that one. No, no, and the non-standard. I think that that would be a better fix than the non-standard. Okay, he can make a free attack, but if he's only able to mastermind to one character per t- turn, I think that's a much harder nerf than making him non-standard. Yeah, I think so too. I like that one. I would just be fine with once per turn when a character. Blah blah blah. I like that one. Yeah. Um, Legacy Apocalypse. I think the easy one is just he's unique. I mean, I think they hit that one on the head. Unless Ryan, you yep. have something else because you played him like a few times oh i like that uh i like that one that fixes I, three it played at 200 or more points he may use mastermind from range i think him at 100 points with eight range mastermind is a little bit too much 
Go ahead. I don't, play know, I don't know. As, as, much, as many attacks as we can make nowadays, yeah. I don't really, like. You could multi-target to your heart's content, and then he. The problem is that people are fighting from their starting lines all the time, and so yeah. it's just there's not much going on. If you actually run up on an apocalypse, uh, you're gonna kill his guys eventually. Yeah. The yeah. problem is that yeah. it's just there's not enough attacks happening at once. People are either just firing little shots, or they're also playing an apocalypse, sending pogs across, so just nothing's happening. And, th- and That's that kind of magic was a good thing. And that kind of brings me back to that bystander thing. I just think all bystanders, like if if you want me to attack your apocalypse and you KO a bystander and then give me five points, I'm cool with that. Um, that yeah, way, I, I, zero, I think it should ties. be more than just a apocalypse. That should be a, a, um, all generated bystander. Oh yeah, are. Um, I think across, across the I board, every was... bystander is five points. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter their stats. Doesn't matter if they're a paparazzi or a daemon. They're five points. That just makes so many people unplayable. I don't know. I don't think it makes playable. Yeah, I would think because a lot of those pogs are balanced in a how they're generated, and b what else the figure can do. There are some exceptions to that rule, but like they gave up five points, you would still play Mary Jane. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I wouldn't. If I, if I, yeah, if I, I, and I play Mary Jane. Yes, I would. I would not. I would not. I would because. My main strategy with the paparazzi is to get objects and to use his mastermind fodder. I'd be more happy with my Agnes to mastermind and then only get five points, 15 points total from three attacks, and to get 45 from her. But then you don't have um, to engage with you anymore because you got. I think it just changes. Points. Yeah, but that's, you know, then you just have to build your team different. I think that. But it would be bad for me, but it'd also be bad for them to where I'd be able to also get five points from their pogs. Um, what about Slop Apocalypse? We had two people choose him. All right, which one is this? Um, this is the, grand prize, the grand prize one. Yes, the is for all mutants. Here we go. When determining theme teams, characters with a rocket keyword printed on their card gain the X-Men keyword. Yeah, I like the printed one rather than right the whole shenanigans of keyword abuse. With and the only reason why is just because the with Genesis, it's now they go, oh, what about Spider Man Family? Well, Spider Man Family didn't have those powerful keywords. I mean, they do. It just costs, it just costs more points. Yeah, and not three of them because the amount that you get for thirty five points is just ridiculous. Um, it's just ripe for abuse more so than Spider-Man Family. Because you're paying 60 points on average for one keyword compared to 35 points for really good keywords. Yeah, No, I agree with the printed Arako keyword. Well, I don't even think it's the fact that you get a theme team. It's the fact that you get uh, Krakoan Revival and Recruiter <laughs> off those pieces. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think the Krakoan Revival... What's that? I said the Krakoan Revival is another problem, too. Um, the uh, I think it's more the reroll um, that's an issue if you play in multiples with the. Oh, then why? So why it, could, it should just be then once per all characters with this trait, then, right? You just make uh, That's the one that I think that they made for uh, Orlando, which I think is good, yeah. 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 Like, they've done that with plenty of powers. I don't know. I don't see why they wouldn't have done that with his. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, what about the slop Saturnine? I think either unique or should be within range of line of fire for her make, minus one just plus make, one. Just make her unique. I don't unique. like her effect isn't yeah. like super game breaking. Just it's it's the ability to stack multiples. Just make her unique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like the unique yep. thing. I don't think the tarot card thing is that big of a deal, but it's another thing that people can uh, take time at is shuffling through if they play you know three saturnines or whatever there's just more tarot cards to mess with that's why i almost think they should have like a, a, a like a time clock like they have in chess or something like i don't know what it need would need to be but something or like, it says during game setup, so they can't even stall with that because during ga game setup you may swap up to five cards so yeah, it's not you, game. you could you could have like a limited time frame for your game setup yeah. too you usually do don't you because every turn I've been to, like, I'm still prepping. They go, all right, round starting. So Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, Felix Faust, I think his should be within line of fire and not just within range. Dan? Yeah, he should have to see you. Like, yeah. the fact that it's a 17-square diameter and he doesn't have to see you is rough. And because he, he just he can ignore, he just punishes you for playing the game, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And for 30 points, I don't see why that shouldn't be a problem where it should be line of fire. Like there's Especially with how mobile he is. Yeah. Cuz he can free bloop to I mean, he could just Can he bloop through a wall or no? Yeah, he gets his place. It's his place. And he gets his place. Okay. And yep. it's, it's within it's within like a four squares or whatever. Yeah, so you don't have to see where you're going. He can just poof through a wall. Yeah. And then lastly, I think Miles, you're the only one that didn't have Jubilee. With and this is going off the new rules with equipment. I just don't think she should be able to be equipped if she is uh, a giant. That that'd be my change. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I understand why they're doing it, but yeah, she does not need it. You're pretty much already her to a giant, and especially with the, what the pumpkin bombs. Yeah, you're. We're getting what the normal Jubilee without changing gets, but now it's penetrating, and you're a giant. On top of all everything else you can do. I think it's one of those things you just have to watch right now uh, and see how it plays out. There's not that many people that can do it. No. Uh, but the equipment rules are really going to change the game a decent amount in a good way, Dan. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I told I told you my gripes with it, and that was those. I feel like those were minor, like niche cases. That wasn't yeah. like a blatant, like oh, it's terrible. <laughs> so I mean, that would be our watch list: is Thanos, Molecule Man, Sky Tyrant, Lockjaw, Legacy Apocalypse, Lock Pop, Slop Apocalypse, Slop Saturnine, Felix Faust, and Jubilee. So, tell us what you guys think. Uh, actually, we did have some people on Facebook comment. Let me bring that up real quick. <laughs> Whenever I do this, it always takes forever to load. Um, one of them was the... Uh... Oh my gosh. I, I look, Log on to Facebook. Somebody made a Saul, the guy who won Worlds, a, a pop. I'll have to show this. To, uh, hang on. Sorry, we're getting off track here. Uh, they made him into a... a what are those called? Pop vinyl, is that what they are? The, the, the yeah, pop the, vinyl. Pop vinyl, yeah. 
Uh, that that yeah. was pretty funny. It's him holding the uh, the plaque yeah. he got from WizKids. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. All right, back to the show. <laughs> um, so we had someone mention. Let's go past a Scott Porter video real quick. Watch it. Nope, not going to. Uh, Click stats is Sky Tyrant and Blackheart. Uh, Blackheart with the Soul Sword is still completely busted. I agree on that. Uh, we've got uh, Arvel said uh, watch list is the bystanders where they should be pointed as or they should be point costed five per, which I completely agree with. And um, Peter Marshall says a lot. He says, without having seen any major results with some of the figures that are on the champion watch list, I don't have much. I guess I agree with the change to a Wilkinsy Apocalypse unique as well as Maggot. Personally, I would like to have preferred to see Maggot be able to make a bystander or eat one, not both. I disagree with the change to Thanos. I don't think... I think only getting the improved targeting when using mind control would be fine. And then I personally say that if there is any sorry i personally i would personally say if there is any figure that should be changed it's the le saturnine and just make her unique yep so pretty much everything we kind of talked about and i agree with all those um but yeah let us know what you think about our watch list i thought we hit it on the head i don't think there is really any other ones that really need to i didn't even think blackheart needs that big of a change i just kind of wanted to be a little bit unique and uh I knew that that threw me off when I was playing Scott Crampton at Not Worlds because he had a guard in the way back and Blackheart was all the way up on my side. And he's like, I'm going to KO a guard. I'm like, what do you mean? It just says KO a guard. I'm like, oh, that's right. You can do it anywhere off the map. So that's my only change I need for him. All right. So our next one we are going to get into is our draft, which this week we are going to do the best powers or standard powers in the game. All right, so if you don't know how this works, the four of us are going to pick our top five powers in the game. So because there's four of us, this is going to be the top 25 or top. I can't talk right now. The talk, the top 20 powers in the game, standard powers. Nailed uh, it. Man, I just, I don't know what's going on with me right now. I'm like flustered. It was weird. Um, so uh, we're going to do our draft order first. Uh, we'll go one is me, two is Dan, three is Ryan, four is Miles. Uh, it's a four, so Miles, you're going to be first. And then our second draft pick is going to be one, two, me, three, four, Dan, uh, five, six, Ryan. It's a two, so it's going to be me next. And then we're going to go one, two, three is Dan, four, five, six is Ryan, and it is Dan, so Ryan will get the snake draft portion of the draft. So, Miles, for your first round pick, what is the best standard power in the game? I was not expecting to go first, so I was trying to figure out powers that uh, I would you, pick you, after a certain You sound pick. like you're underwater right now, Miles. Let's go with uh, leadership. Leadership. It's my you yes. sound like you're underwater right now, Miles, so if you can change that on your end somehow, please do. I don't know if your mic just came on. Is that better? No, it's not. It's not. I will. One second. 
we'll try it. Uh, so leadership is very powerful. I think that extra action for any team obviously is powerful. Um, I wish Ryan would have thought of that when he made me that Chase Lantern team for the <laughs> match uh, or the tournament a while ago. But I made it work out somehow. Uh, but yes, leadership is, I think, a very, very, very powerful um, power of the game. But not as powerful as mine, and I would have to go with uh, probability control as my first round pick. Uh, I just think being able to re-roll your tech roll or an opponent roll is super, super important, especially with um, nowadays. Uh, Dan, what is going to be your first round pick for best standard power in the game? Uh, sidestep. Ooh, that is a good one. Like the just the free mobility to just I'm going to move two up to two squares for free. It's yeah, amazing. Before sidestep was even a thing at a venue I played at, somebody or the judge came up with a house rule that you could move a figure one square and decide not to clear them. So a lot of people will like, you know, move one square out of like an outwit range or something like that. And then the per next person would go and then they'd move up one square for free. It wasn't an action, but they also couldn't give a cost of action, but then they'd be in range of outwit so they could outwit. It was kind of dumb, but it was kind of like the beta version of sidestep. Uh, Ryan, what is your best standard power in the game? Uh, well, those are my first three in that order, <laughs> so uh, let's go with hypersonic speed. Hypersonic. You know, I was de I was debating that as one of my like top five. That was that's a really tough call. It's a very at good. Least, power. At least I got my fourth one. Yeah, you just don't see hypersonic that much anymore. I think because yeah, they, they kind common. of nerfed it. Like they, I, they really nerfed it ever since you couldn't use an object attack with it. What are what well, are was, some things? It was out of the game for a year too. It was yeah. one of the bench powers. Yeah. What are some things, some powers you can't use with hypersonic speed again? Um, anything that gives you like uh, makes Energy you do an explosion. explosion. Yeah, pulse wave. pulse wave. Can you RCE or CCE? Yeah, that's yes. passive. Can you flurry? No, no, no. You can't flurry. No. You can't pulse wave. You can't energy explode. You can't psychic blast. Yeah, you can. It's passive. Can. That's passive too. Yes. Okay. Can you no move? object attacks or uh, breaking uh, terrain? And the breakaway kind of got nerfed too, didn't it? No, because plasticity got nerfed, so you're you're fine. Okay. Well, no, no, your breakaway got nerfed. If you do a um, a close one, you used to only miss on a one, I think, with hypersonic, right? Oh yeah. It but used they to not the regular breakaway. It used to just not have to deal with breakaway. Is you just got it automatically, and then they changed it to where it had to be everything but a one. Um, all right, so round one, we got leadership, prob, sidestep, and hypersonic. Ryan, you're bringing it back. What is your second round pick for the fifth best standard power? In the uh, game? Let's go with running shot. All right, running shot definitely good especially when paired with certain powers like cce or um rce now energy explosion things like that uh dan what is your second pick for best standard power i'm gonna keep with the pink and go precision strike precision strike just being able to do even a minimum of just one damage no matter what is really good and now the fact that you can multi-target again is even better it also, when it first came out, I believe it didn't allow you to mastermind either. 
you couldn't no it was you couldn't evade i'm pretty sure which means super senses was utterly useless and yeah when i got back into the game yeah i was looking at an old pack and it was yeah you couldn't mastermind with it oh it was you couldn't mastermind okay yeah yeah it was it was really good when it first came out uh let's see as for my second round pick if Invincible wasn't what it used to be when it first came out, it was, I would probably go with that, but they kind of nerfed it a little bit with the new rules. It was way too good with the it max was, three. <laughs> it was like, I'm going to do 12 points of damage to you. Okay, I'll take three. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it was like The pink powers are definitely like the best colored powers in the game. Even in power, well, they're also, really good. I mean, they're also the, they're also the newest, or technically they were the newest before anything got changed. So yeah. I was trying to think if there was another color they could come out with if they decided to go that way, but I really couldn't think of a new p- color that they could add to the hero click spectrum. They could, like a, they could do like a magenta or like some or some, I don't know some like in between purple and pink. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard. I don't know how they do it. Um, but for my second overall pick. Just with how much I've seen it lately, and this is kind of a, I guess, a sleeper pick of mine, I'm probably going to go Mind Control. Just because we have seen a huge uptick in Mind Control pieces, and it seems like every team nowadays has at least one Mind Control piece on it. So I'm sticking with the light blue. Uh, Miles, what is your second round So pick? I'm going to bounce off your Mind Control because uh, Battle Fury, um, because it also gets a stops um, from getting incapped and shape change. Battle Fury. Yep, the Battle Fury definitely is a big thing. It does suck that you can't be carried, but um, there is always, that's the con of it, but the problem is you can't be mind-controlled. So I do like Battle Fury a lot. Not really on dial, but more that you can give it to people with the... Yeah. Um, Emotional on fire for sure, and with shape change being really prevalent, I think that you know, yeah, that's that's true. You ignore shape change as well. Um, all right, round three, Miles, you got leadership, you got battle fury. What is your third round pick? I'm gonna go ahead and go with outwit, which has always been a staple of one of my favorite powers since I started. You can outwit any power, yep, for sure. I don't know if I've, I always forget how long you have been playing, but there was always this rookie Black Panther for 27 points that had stealth and outwit, and he was like one of the best figures in the game. What made it broke was that outwit used to be a minimum or a range of 10. 10 range. 10 range. That was dumb. For sure. Yeah. The good old. It was was all the support powers could be. So, like, Prova with Amperplex, I think, were all 10 range. So, you could just, like, all right, way over there. Uh, Yeah. And and TK. Yeah. TK was also 10. TK also had, like, three options at one point, I believe. I don't miss that at all. You can TK an opposing character, a friendly character, or you can do a. You could TK an object for damage. It's like how Poison used to have three options as well, or maybe it was just two options. It had you had, it had different options for you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. As for mine, so I got probability control. I got mind control for my next one. Let's see here. 
I am probably going to go with Perplex. Even though it got a retirement for about two sets and came back strong. Um, it's just sometimes it's a big thing to lower your opponent's attack by one or up your defense by one. And you wouldn't believe how many times that plus one saves me because they roll exactly what they needed without my Perplex and it saves my butt. So I definitely <clears throat> got to go with Perplex on that one. Dan, you have sidestep and precision strike. What are you going to go for round three? Uh, we're going to go with pulse wave. Ooh. It may, have got nerf, it may have got a nerf, but it's still a great equalizer. I can attack you and not have to worry about pretty much anything. Yep. Sand, like, other, like, specific, very specific things. That's still very good. Yes. Old pulse wave was a bit broken. Well, that and the well, that and the fact that you can—I don't know necessarily if it was broken. It was just the fact of how, with all the modifications, you can you could do at the time. I think I'm curious to see what how it would feel like now because you can't like modify damage yeah. with perplex anymore. How that would feel because I think that was the thing was it just got tainted because you just run like a 50 point pulse wave piece and you'd have your like plus three or plus four perplexes to make sure you could get your 12 attack five damage. And then you single target, and yep. you just wipe wipe something off the board. I don't, I don't. I'm just, I'm curious. <clears throat> I would play that. I think Pulse Wave would have been fine with the new rules where you can't up damage. Because I remember in the when we were doing Team Nats, and I had Franklin Richards, and I, I think I, I one shot at an onslaught because I upped my damage three times. I got a dark side to his last click because I upped my damage to seven. Um, yeah, I think Pulse Wave would have been just fine if they would have kept it, but say, you know, you can't up damage. Um, Ryan, you've got hypersonic speed and running shot. You're all about the uh, speed powers. Is that going to change for round three or are you going something else? Yep, we're going to go with uh, Pensai. Psychic Blast. Or it's Penetrating Slash Psychic Blast. Yeah. Um... All right. What about for especially with, now that you can now that's passive and you can team that up or combo that with RCE energy explosion. I think that's all you got. Hypersonic, yeah. um, all that stuff. All right. What is going to be your round four? Barrier. Yeah. Barrier for sure. That is. In fact, I just made a scenario for us in December about a little barrier. One, if you guys haven't looked up that event yet for our local play group, the Snowfort one. The Snowfort one. <laughs> I like that you were already looking at it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, Ryan gets notifications <laughs> as soon as I, I post right an away. event. He looks. Oh, uh, all right, Dan, you got sidestep, precision strike, pulse wave. What is going to be your fourth round pick? I guess since it hasn't been taken yet, TK. Yeah, DK. I mean, it literally is the majority of people's like what sec move usually during the game usually somewhere in there yeah mm -hmm. especially if you have a venom magneto and then you're just like i'm just gonna tk every turn just because i can yep i think tk is on almost every team i can't think of a team that doesn't really have a tk um all right i have prob mind control perplex um a tough one. I've, it's one of two that I'm just trying to think about which one I want. But I think because I am a Skrull guy, 
I've got to go with shape change. Um, nothing's more frustrating to a opponent than trying to attack somebody, rolling a five or six, and say, no, you can't attack that person anymore. Especially like when you play Skrull General, and you're playing nothing but Skrulls, and then you can't attack the entire team with that character. <laughs> it makes it even better. So I, I've always been a, more of a shape change person than a super sense person myself. Uh, Miles, you have leadership, Battle Fury, Outwit. What is going to be your fourth round pick? Oh, you picked my shape change, so I'm going to go with Mastermind. Yeah. Especially on, like, stealth figures when there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um, so, like, Apocalypse, Blackheart. Does Blackheart get Power Cosmic on those stop clicks, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does, so you can't even do anything about it. Um... Uh, Emperor Gladiator, he's got it as well. Uh, lots of good figures out there with Mastermind. And didn't... Pirate Mojo has Stealth and Mastermind. Yep. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jason Wingard gets it, or was it traded for him? No, I was traded him. Was no, no, I think, no, I think he gets it later, yeah. Yeah, I think he started with Willpower, then he gets it later on. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. Uh, we, had shape, we had big change, I think, starting off, too. So that there yeah. was that. And then, Miles, what is going to be your last pick for best standard power in the game? Defend. Really? You go with defend as number five. Defend. Your sleeper pick. Why defend? Yeah. Why defend? Well, defend is uh, has been great, especially with when I first started with the Invisible Woman from Clobber and Time, giving everyone twenty defense. Um, is you are able to make up for figures' lackluster defenses just by that. Like that could be their one Achilles heel. Is like let's say they only have a fifteen or sixteen printed defense, but everything else is perfect. You throw them on with a cheap defender. My defense fixes that problem. Fair enough. You don't see a lot of defend people anymore. Back in the day, you had that Sue Storm defend with the feet card Fantastic Four, which gave everybody her defense back Printed. then. Yeah, and that was form. Yeah, that yeah, because yeah. it wasn't that even was adjacent. It was just board wide wherever you are, uh, you get her defense. Yep, which is dumb. Back and then. wild cards could copy the Fantastic Four team ability, yep. meaning everybody on our team has twenty defense. Yep. No, and you know, Watcher hasn't really seen his time yet. I don't know if he will. I really thought him with the Captain Carter shield, he was going to get some high defense teams out there, but no one really wants to play defense. They want to play offense. Well, it's scary because it's his last click, and yeah. it's literally just takes the poison to kill him. Yeah. And like with a maggot, can kill him or the chase torch. It yeah. it's very iffy. Yep, for sure. Um, I'm going to stick with my rollouts, and I'm going to go Super Senses. I like my – one of my favorite combos is Shape Change Super Senses, so as long as it's there, I'm going to take it. Uh, Dan, what is going to be your last pick for round five? I think this is going to be a sleeper, but I'm going to go Stealth. Yeah, that is a big one. Um, I just don't – I think that the Stealth could be good right now. I mean, it depends, I guess, what re gets released in Avengers forever, but – there's not too many figures that just shoot through it easily. So, I mean, there's like I don't like, the like new, I don't like the new wording of it, where you can be targeted if it's your turn. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, but they have to be next. They have to be next to you, though. 
No, I, no. On your turn, they can prob you, even if you're in stealth. Because you, you come out of stealth on your turn. Oh, that's, that's been a thing. Yeah, that's been a thing for a while. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm not used to that. That was out so long. See, that to me was one of the most unfair things in stealth back in the day. Was when you could attack me and I couldn't prob you because you're still in stealth. I never liked that, to be honest. Yeah, but I think right now, I think Sans what. Thanos and Scarlet Witch are the two prominent ones that I think of that can see through hindering. Um, there's not a lot of characters that, so I think like a good stealth team could make a run, but you, know, you never know. I mean, Apocalypse is stealth, so technically, I guess you could say that, or they they have that Avengers Black Widow that can also do it as well. Yeah, I'm just. I was just thinking. Well, no, because that the oh that makes that makes the whole team stealth. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's it's a it's a different like you're basically you're somewhat doing that with Bishop and Deadpool, kinda. To a point, yeah. Um, and then Ryan, what is going to be the last pick of the draft for you? Uh, I'm going to go with Flurry. Flurry, first guy. Flurry, Flurry, Flurry's never really bad. <laughs> nope. Two attacks is always good. Yeah, I was thinking poison, but poison is very situational to get it yeah. off. And there's so, I mean, there's so. I think they did a. This was a while ago, but like the standard power that's on the most figures out there is toughness. So unless you have some sort of penetrating toughness or, or um, penetrating poison, um, poison's really not that useful. It has changed a little bit now that. It's not at the beginning of your turn. It's just as long as you haven't been placed. So it has seen a little bit of an uptick in play and usefulness. Energy explosion and quake. I thought were sleeper picks that no one picked because there are so many teams out there that are one, two, three click figures that energy explosion or quake just decimates a team, especially now that um, exploit is passive. I definitely like that. I just thought that there was other things that I'm like, mm, these are still kind of like, I think they're still better overall, but I mean, energy explosion is definitely a good power. It's hard to just like, well, we picked what 20 powers in total out of the, what is it? Like 40 something. I think that are on, that are on that you can pick from in total or something like that. Uh, let's yeah, what, there's 48. Is there 48 standard yeah. powers? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. 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 So we, we, we got, we covered half the board, which is still a lot. So, yeah. Uh, so in the end, Miles has Leadership, Battle Fury, Outwit, Mastermind, and Defend. I went with Prob, Mind Control, Perplex, Shape Chain, Super Senses. Dan went Sidestep, Precision Strike, Pulse Wave, TK Stealth. And Ryan went Hypersonic, Running Shot, Psychic Blast, Barrier, and Flurry. We posted our last draft up on Facebook, and Austin overwhelmingly won that one. That was the best figures with charge. Uh, I will post this one up as well, and we'll see who wins. It definitely ain't going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that is going to be it for the podcast. I don't think we have anything else to talk about. So uh, uh, enjoy the Scott Porter videos out there. I'll trust that he pulls well. He'll probably pull a chase uh, or a god pack like he usually does. But uh, like I said, I'm going to stay true and celibate and hopefully i can last the three weeks without seeing any previews i did see the hulk but i never saw the dial but i apparently the hulk is a very cool 
Hulk that they came out with. And there's a couple other good ones. It's just well. funny because he doesn't really fit in the set. I mean, that, shocking, like, shocking. Whiskers does that. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, but that's kind of also been the majority of the previews. I'm like, where were the? Okay. I'm well, here, I, I guess. guess why wouldn't he fit in the set? Because he is an Avenger. If they're focusing on Avengers forever, he wasn't really in. I think either of the, he wasn't prominent in either of those storylines. Okay. Were the, the chases either because they're warp world figures? Yeah, but those the chases always don't care about okay. what the set is doing. They're always just kind of an outlier. Gotcha. Um, but once the set actually gets dropped, so in three weeks, so uh, as of right now, it is set to drop the 9th of November, I believe. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I think Porter confirmed it, it was ninth November 9th. Okay, so hopefully. Yeah. Um, once the ninth happens, we're going to be doing a ton of meta and competitive talk, especially me, Dan, and Ryan, because we are all going down to the Florida event. So expect like the next month and a half of just team building, and we'll have a set review in there as well. If the set does come out on the ninth, uh, we will do a set review probably on the fifteenth to see what we like from the set, and then. After that, we'll be doing some competitive builds and stuff like that and just getting prepared for uh, Orlando because there really is no need to team build now when we have a set coming out. And I doubt that Batman will be out in time for Orlando unless some miraculous turnover happens. Yeah. But um, I'm excited for Avengers Forever. Hopefully I, um, I get a brick that I can do a review. I know a couple other channels out there uh, should also be getting bricks. And you should be looking forward to all those. So until next time, thanks, Dan, Ryan, and Miles for hanging out and talking clicks. Remember, next week, these three will be talking about Scott Porter videos, but I will be here in spirit and on the computer recording but not listening to them, and then I'll upload it afterwards so we don't chip you guys from that experience. So until next time, guys, make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.